Now, the program to help you and your family get fit and stay fit with a biblical foundation without a one-size-fits-all plan. It's Faith Family Fitness with your host, Full Armor Sports and National Champion Coach, Jason Lupo. Welcome to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. I am Jason Lupo and I am your host. Today we're going to be talking about uh, a handful of things. We're going to be talking about the things in youth sports that may ruffle some feathers. Participation trophies. We're going to talk about blowouts. We're going to talk about a wide variety of issues in our sports and the different opinions that are common in our society and how it may have a bigger impact on not only society, but your family, your kids, and how they grow and develop. And it leads us into a super interesting uh, announcement by the FDA that may have you checking your calendar to see if it's April 1st. But today, actually yesterday, the FDA released a statement uh, asking people not to cook their chicken in NyQuil. The FDA had to release a statement asking people not to cook their chicken in NyQuil. How did we get to this point? How do we get to this point that we have TikTok challenges that are killing people? TikTok challenges that are injuring kids. Why do we have TikTok challenges asking people to burn themselves with ice, to cook chicken with NyQuil, eat Tide Pods? And could the way that we treat the development of our youth in sports have an impact in what's going on in the broader sense? of society. What's going on in our kids' minds? What is leading them to want to do things to impress others on TikTok that truly aren't impressive? There's nothing impressive about cooking chicken and NyQuil. So we're going to talk about all that when we get back after this short timeout. Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Teams. Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, is now registering for school year sports programs. Full Armor is a multi-sport teaching and training organization with homeschool options available. All of Full Armor Sports coaches are certified and experts in their field. Full Armor's coaches combine for over 500 years of coaching experience. They will help your kids gain fundamental skills, the concepts of teamwork, essential to being successful throughout their lives. Multiple sports options are available now, from swimming, softball and volleyball, to powerlifting and youth MMA. The faith-based approach to making sports fun and productive are a great choice for your kids at Full Armor Sports Teams. Learn more at FullArmorSportsTeams.com. Steve Harvey, not too long ago, said now that we got these things called participation trophies, where if your child just participates, he gets a trophy for just showing up. But kids need to know that when you grow up, you ain't going to get a trophy. You see, participation trophies have long been a topic of conversation in youth sports. In this article that's in Men's Health that was written not too long ago, it's defending participation trophies. And I'm going to hold my judgment till the end 
after I tell you a couple different opinion pieces. But this author makes sure to let us know that participation trophies were actually created in the 1920s, calling them central to the development of youth sports. He says, in other words, kids today are not the first generation to get these trophies, which means they cannot be uniquely impacted by them. And he points out a couple articles that are super unique. Capital Times of Madison, Wisconsin in 1924 said, Participation trophies will create more interest in athletics ever before. And this is talking about the University of Minnesota and intramural sports. In another article from the Birmingham News in 1929 reporting on a coveted participation trophy. And this article literally says one of the most coveted trophies competed for by playgrounds is the Rotary Club Participation Trophy, a silver shield mounted on an oak surrounded by smaller silver shields. We've had participation trophies for a long time, but what's changed? What has changed? Kenneth Barish, professor of psychology at Wild Cornell Medical College, says the issue is simple. And I quote, when you give a young kid a trophy for poor participation, you've encouraged participation, which is what you want. He says little kids don't understand concepts like winning, losing anyways. So sport is where they can learn important lessons about teammates, teamwork, following rules, and putting in effort. He says by the time a kid reaches 13, however, they fully understand the difference between winning and losing. So they don't want a trophy for participation. It doesn't mean anything to them. There's no real point in giving them one. But he also says there's no harm in doing so. And so we've given out participation trophies for so long. For so long we've given awards for just participating. Has it changed since 1920? Has the way that we do it changed? That's, that's one topic for conversation. But the flip side of it, and this is an article published in Lancaster Times, and it's an article written by a 10th grade student at Garden Spot High School, Lauren Pavlik. And she talks about Carol Dweck, and if you... Research Carol Dweck really fast on on YouTube. You're going to find an amazing TED Talk. But she talks about Carol Dweck, who said that too much praise, such as participation trophies, actually leads kids to shut down and give up when faced with difficulties. And this is a professor at Stanford University. Article goes on to say rewarding children for simple participation can lead them to believe that what they're doing is good enough and there's no need for improvement. And Lauren also mentions research by Ashley Merriman, the co-author of the 2013 book Top Dog, The Science of Winning and Losing. And in that research, Merriman says, we now have about 20 years of research that shows that trophies do not make kids fearless and ambitious. She argues that the agony of defeat, not unearned praise, motivates kids and builds the heart of a champion. 
And then she mentions a couple prominent athletes that talk about their kids and trophies. Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker James Harrison believes that his children should not get an award if they don't deserve one. He puts them away until they earn a real trophy. He says, quote, unquote. And Kurt Warner, former Super Bowl winning quarterback, added on Twitter, they don't let kids pass classes for just showing up. The truth is, is that these participation trophies can serve a purpose. They can serve a purpose for our kids. But it's important that we use them correctly. It's important that the kids understand what the purpose of the reward is. In the Washington Times, just released an article, How Participation Trophies Corrupted America's Culture. And they say in this article that the ultimate example of this corruption of society can be found on TikTok. While many conservatives think this corruption is merely the weird people on the platform saying weird things about where they stick their weird body parts, they ignore the root of the problem, which has led these people to do this. The rewarding of the unexceptional, quote-unquote, by Tim Young, Washington Times. He goes on to say the concept that you get a reward for merely existing or doing something common like being monogamous plays into the mindset that your life shouldn't involve any hard work because you'll strike it rich for just being you. Sadly, more and more people have taken on that mindset. So here we have the FDA having to release a statement that we should not cook our chicken with NyQuil. Last week on this show, we talked about normalcy, the creation of normalcy, the creation of settling for something less than what is excellent, what is great, what is the best. And the question that Steve Harvey poses is, is this what is creating the kids and the generations that we have? Is participation trophies truly the cause? And it goes much further than that because it's deeper than just participation trophies. If kids knew the reason for the participation trophy, if kids knew why they were getting one, but still understood the development that had to take place, things would be different. If you're listening to my show and you're a marathon runner, you're a triathlete, I was a triathlete for a long time, the running scene, it's commonplace to receive a medal crossing the finish line. It's expected at local 5Ks. It's expected at 10Ks, marathons, half marathons. It's expected at triathlons. You complete the triathlon, they give you a, a medal. And sure, it's a participation medal. And for me, as an athlete, I didn't care about the participation medal. But people that are just starting their, their fitness journey... That might be a huge step. It goes beyond a participation medal. It is a sign that they've completed a difficult task. A difficult task that they had to strive for, that they had to train for. So I'm not criticizing all participation trophies. I'm not criticizing all participation medals. But there's a time and a place. What age 
should we give out participation medals to? Does a 13-year-old or 14-year-old care about that medal anymore? Probably not. Probably not. They want to strive for greatness. They want to strive for greatness. And settling for anything less is not doing them any good. But instead of now praising and looking at sports and looking at physical feats as something that is challenging, as something that's exciting, we are now praising the nonsense that goes on on social media, on TikTok. We're praising those kids for for doing something that just is not very smart. And it's gone beyond kids, it's young adults. The immaturity of young adults on TikTok and on Instagram. And we've gotten to this place because great performance on a field, great performance on an athletic stage can't be looked at as impressive anymore. We can't praise young men for doing great things because it creates what the left calls toxic masculinity. We can't praise it because it's going to create toxic masculinity and toxic masculinity is bad and that is what they tell us. And that's just not the case. And the removal of that praise for something that truly is incredible is what's leading us to praise things that are just nonsensical. So we need to get back to praising kids for truly incredible things that they do on a field. And I'm not saying get rid of the Spartan race medals. They're pretty cool. And people work hard to achieve them. And it's a, it's a feat that they have to overcome. But there's no feat in completing a season. Just because you finish a season with your team doesn't mean that you require an award. And it shouldn't. We have to change how we give out awards. It's not just about the participation trophy. We have to give out awards to recognize an accomplishment. One of the greatest awards, one of my favorite awards to give out as a coach is most improved. I love giving out my most improved award because it typically goes to kids who have strived to do their best every single day and to keep improving. And it doesn't go to the best athlete. It goes to the kid who's trying every day. And then we have the coach's award that we give out, which is to the athlete that shows the character and the vision of our team and what we stand for. Both awards rarely go to our best athlete. It goes to the athlete that's going to be there for their teammate. It's a recognition of that athlete and what they've done, regardless of the scoreboard, what they personally have done. And yes, some may call it a participation award, but it serves a purpose, and the kids know why they received the award. We're not just giving them out like candy. It goes to one athlete every single year. The problem is not the participation trophies. The problem is how we choose to recognize our kids. And I've got multiple other articles because in sports, sometimes we do some crazy things. We've stopped keeping score 
at a lot of local organizations. U.S. Soccer, in this article uh, from the Athletic Business Journal, talking about not keeping score in soccer, says U.S. Youth Soccer has recommended a policy of no scoring or standing for its younger programs for years, believing that at such a young age, focus on scoring gets in the way of more important skill development. So the coaching director of U.S. Soccer, Sam Snow, says we recommend it so that coaches, club administrators, and parents of 10U players can allow the kids to play without too much stress on the outcome of the game. When kids aren't allowed to make mistakes as they try to implement new skills, that hinders this development. And while I don't fully disagree with uh, Sam Snow, even at 8, 9, 10 years old, I've been in sports a long time. I've refereed soccer. I've coached multiple teams. At 8, 9, and 10, guess what? The kids know the score. If we're talking about 3, 4, 5-year-olds, sure, they don't know the score. They just know they're probably getting ice cream after or a pizza party. But when we're talking 8, 9, 10 years old, when the kids start recognizing that there's a score, when the kids start recognizing that they are being beat, you can't ignore the scoreboard anymore. And Ontario soccer and, and Canada soccer has long not kept score for those younger age brackets. But once the kids know, it's time to use that for development. Once the kids recognize that there's a score, once the kids recognize that there's a winner and loser, and I promise you that it comes far earlier than 8, 9, and 10 years old, especially when kids as young as four and five are playing on tablets and experiencing the fact that there's a winner and loser. They know that people win and they know that people lose. Why are we ignoring it instead of using it to further the development of our kids? There's a loser. There's a winner. We know that. We know that this exists. Our kids know that this exists. And just because you don't put a score on a scoreboard does not mean that every single person in that facility knows the score. The parents are keeping track. The kids are keeping track. And in a blowout situation where one team is just dominating the others, you can see it in their face that there is definitely a winner and a loser. So let's teach kids how to lose. Let's teach kids how to win respectfully. And let's instill it at a super young age. Let's not ignore it. Because ignoring it is only going to lead to the issues that we have later in life. It's only going to lead to the issues that these kids face in other aspects of their life. It's not about the participation trophy itself. It's about recognizing something that is not excellent. It's about recognizing and normalizing behaviors and skills that are subpar instead of wanting kids to continue to advance. I've coached for a long time. I own Full Armor Youth Sports here in Colorado Springs, here in El Paso County. We work with a ton of kids. And we've seen it day in, day out as coaches, how we can get our athletes to excel to the next level. And I can promise you it is by continuing to push them to better themselves over the course of an entire season, over and over and over again, that is going to produce the results that we want to produce. 
And I'm not saying that you don't recognize kids all the time because we recognize kids in practice. We've made it commonplace, but we don't recognize kids for doing what they're supposed to do. And that is the important thing because we've created a generation where we recognize kids for doing what is expected of them. We recognize employees for doing what is expected of them. Good job. You did your job. No, we're, we need to recognize kids and employees that go above and beyond. It's expected that you do your job. We want you to do your job better than what is expected. And the other day at swim practice, I told my kids, listen, I said, this is the expectation for this set. I don't remember what we were doing. I think they were 200 IMs for those of you swimmers that are out there. But I said, this is the expectation. I said, this is the bare minimum. If you don't do this, we're going to have problems. But I expect more. And I had a kid who's just been working super hard. And we always have a, a common set at the beginning of our practices. And my athletes listening on, probably rolling their eyes, but we do 1050s down and backs in a pool, short course pool. We do 1050s on the minute every day. And it can become monotonous, it be, can become boring, but it's a good indicator of what we do. And I had a kid the other day that just crushed every single 50. Every one that he did, he crushed. And we recognized it because he did something above and beyond in that practice. We're going to take a brief time out and then we're going to wrap this up. Be back in about a minute. Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Teams. Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. At Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, a Christ-centered approach to sports fundamentals and fitness has earned his company the respect of athletes and their parents. Full Armor Sports is committed to helping youth in our community experience growth through sports and to strive for improvement and excellence. Further, youth compete as individuals coming together with a sense of teamwork, camaraderie, and support for one another. At Full Armor Sports, the reality is achievements, failures, wins and losses eventually fade away, but the bonds team members form through competition evolve into relationships lasting forever. Learn more at FullArmorSports.com. Welcome back on 100.7 The Word. This is Faith Family Fitness. Today we have talked about a wide variety of issues facing our youth and youth sports. We talked about participation trophies. We talked about whether or not we should keep score. And at the end of the day, I gave some of my own opinions, my own thoughts, and it is this. It's not about the participation trophy that has created problems. It's about how we choose to recognize kids. It's about making sure that the kids understand why they are receiving an award. We talked about keeping score and the fact that kids understand that there's a winner and a loser at a very young age. And so we need to use that as an opportunity to further their development, not ignore the fact that somebody lost and somebody won. And so if you've enjoyed what you've heard on this show, and you've enjoyed my opinion on youth sports, 
all of our programs that we run here in El Paso County fall in line with what I just talked about and what we believe. So if your kids need a home for sports, and we still have swim lessons and martial arts, powerlifting, our volleyball program is starting a developmental program, go to fullarmorsportsteams.com. And armor is the traditional spelling A-R-M-O-U-R. Fullarmorsportsteams.com. And get more information on our programs here in El Paso County and Colorado Springs. Thank you for joining us on Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. We will be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. This has been Faith Family Fitness with Coach Jason Lupo of Full Armor Sports Teams of Colorado Springs. Join him at the same time next week for Faith Family Fitness on The Word 100.7.